2,000 Mules is a documentary on election fraud that no one wants you to see, not even Fox News. Dinesh D'Souza has had a distinguished career in politics and government. Back in the day, he even served as a policy advisor during the Reagan administration. He elevated his profile when he started making politically conservative documentaries. Since 2012, he's made six films, each more controversial than the last. His most recent film reflects on the 2020 presidential election. Instead of focusing on Dominion voting machines, he detailed how old-fashioned ballot stuffing could have been used to throw the election for Joe Biden. His documentary features the work of True the Vote. The organization existed long before the 2020 election or Donald Trump. It began back in 2009 with the mission to, quote, train citizens to protect election integrity at the polls and to help protect all voters' rights. Through their work, they stumbled upon what became the topic and title of this film, 2000 Mules. Here's the breakdown. Everyone's cell phone data is collected and synthesized. All the little pieces of your life that are spread out across apps and embedded in your phone add up to tell a very unique story about who you are and what you do. Data brokers then sell this information. It allows interested parties to know everything about you, even your location. Geo-tracking will show where your phone went during the day. The researchers at True the Vote took this data and evaluated it, checking to see if there were any suspicious activities going on around drop-off ballot box locations. Using this geo-tracking data, they sifted out individuals who were frequenting ballot boxes an unusual amount of times. To dispel the notion that the mules they were finding were just coincidentally going to a few locations, they set conservative parameters. They identified a mule as anyone who visited more than 10 drop-off ballot boxes. Their routes had to also have them stopping at left-wing nonprofits in between these ballot box drop-offs. They then applied this to the swing states that decided the 2020 presidential election. Their criteria produced 2,000 mules across five swing states. When you multiply the mules in each state by the number of ballot boxes they stopped at and then multiply that times five ballots, you get tens of thousands of votes. These votes were enough to comfortably give Trump all the electoral votes in three states, Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania. These states would shift the final tally, putting Trump at 279 electoral votes and Biden at 259, thus making Trump the winner of the 2020 election. When they used a more liberal criteria, only five ballot box locations at three votes each, the vote discrepancy was enough to have Trump win all five swing states, giving him an electoral victory with 305 electoral college votes. But is being a mule illegal? Yes, it is. Some states do allow family members to drop off ballots for each other, but not all states. However, in absolutely no state is a nonprofit allowed to pay someone to deliver ballots to drop off boxes. That's what makes this data so compelling. Why would someone make dozens of trips back and forth between ballot boxes and nonprofits? These individuals weren't just passing by and moving on. It was a direct route to the box and to the nonprofit. The piece of the puzzle that is unknown is how the mules were recruited and paid. The researchers at True the Vote say some sources came forward and told them that mules were paid by taking pictures of the ballots they dropped into the boxes. But this information is unsubstantiated and unverified so far. But the data that True the Vote offers is what is compelling. 
it demonstrates that suspicious activity was definitely taking place around these ballot boxes during and around the election. But it gets worse. They got a hold of video surveillance footage at ballot box locations, corroborating it with some of the mules they identified from their data. Video shows people wearing gloves and disposing of them, some even wiping their fingerprints off. Others are dropping wads of ballots in the boxes. Well, you can even see one guy taking a photo of his drop. Weird activity for sure, but things get even worse. Wisconsin didn't record, even though they were legally obligated to put cameras at the boxes. Some locations in Arizona were turned off. Other places like Fulton County, Georgia, didn't have video surveillance and couldn't explain to True the Vote why it didn't exist. The film then goes a little bit deeper. They give an example of a Republican campaign a few years back that used ballot harvesting to win a congressional seat, one that led the State Board of Elections in North Carolina to overturn the results. The last guy Dinesh talks to breaks down how all this mule operation could have slid by with no one noticing. He specifically notes how private businesses were spending unprecedented amounts of money on the election and giving it directly to state election offices including, most notably, about $470 million that came directly from Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. If you don't believe anything was off about the 2020 election, watch this to better understand how the other side thinks. If you do believe something was off, then you'll love this documentary. And if you're not sure, then you'll learn a lot about something that no one will even talk about, not even Fox News. You can catch the documentary in theaters starting tomorrow.